Today on Graced Health, we're going to talk about high intensity interval training, how to do it, common misunderstandings, and why it's a form of exercise that almost anyone can do. Hey there, I'm Amy Connell. Welcome to Graced Health. This podcast is for women who just want to take care of themselves, age their bodies well, and enjoy a little chocolate in the process. Now, I have to tell you, after last week's episode on calorie burning and the way that our body burns calories through movement, I've been trying to be more cognizant of my NEAT, that non-exercise movement. If you missed that episode, go back and you can go back and check it out. I've been trying to make sure that I take that extra trip out to the mailbox rather than stopping, letting my kid get out, get the mail and having him walk home rather than me just going out there and getting it. And I've tried to just make sure I've gotten little bits of movement in throughout the day when I'm sitting at the computer for a while, I'll kind of stand up, walk around a little bit. It hasn't been perfect, of course, I confess, I have not captured every opportunity. Um, This one's a little embarrassing to admit, but the other night we were going to bed and I realized that we forgot to go upstairs and tell the kids good night. We go to bed really early and they stay up later than we do. And I just didn't have it in me to truck upstairs. Like I was in my pajamas, I was pulling back the covers and I was, I was done like done. So I texted my kid goodnight. And uh, not really the proudest mama mama moment. And to be honest, I'm probably more bothered that I gave him that little kiss emoji as a goodnight, rather than a physical hug. Um, Then I'm bothered about not getting my neat in. But uh, so I'm still not capturing everything quite right. But I'm working on it. It's always a work in progress, right? Now, as promised, I want to dig into HIT or high intensity intervals a little bit more today. If you are on the newer end of exercise or when you hear intensity and all you think of are those Peloton commercials with those really beautiful women in their sports bras and their teeny tiny shorts, I just want you to stick with me. It's not always like that. I mean, yes, it can be. And Peloton is fantastic, but it can also look like you in your home or on your sidewalks or bike and moving in the way that feels intense to you. Now let's back up just a little bit and talk a little bit about what HIT is. I know I talked about this in the last episode, but I'll recap. Dr. Lynn Kravitz, not to be confused with Lenny Kravitz, the singer, is a leading researcher and scientist in the field of exercise And he says this, I'm just going to quote him. He says, it's a system of cardiovascular training that involves alternating between high and light intensity intervals of exercise of varying lengths of time. And then he goes on to say intensity refers to the level of exercise exertion or basically how hard you exercise. And of course, with as with all workouts, it includes a warm up and a cool down. This is from his book called Hit Your Limit, High Intensity Interval Training for Fat Loss, Cardio, and Full Body Health. So I'm going to be talking about him here and there throughout this episode. And anytime I reference him, that's the book that I pulled this data from. And I will put a link to that in the show notes. It's a fantastic book, by the way. Now we do have a lot of benefits for high intensity interval training. The first one is 
time. You know, the number one reason people state they don't work out is lack of time. And HIT has been shown in research to be very time efficient. You don't have to go as long, but you do have to work hard. And I do want to say, I want, I just want to veer off for a minute and say that working hard is going to look different for everyone. There's no award for looking like you're working the hardest. You have to gauge what your level is and meet yourself there. I'm getting kind of geeky in this episode, but this is one thing I really want you to take away. You have to have confidence in your own intensity. And it may take you a couple times to find your intensity and find where that level is that you're working hard and where you can back off a little bit. So that's all okay. Okay, so back to the benefits. I get a little off track sometimes. I'm really sorry. Another benefit is caloric burn. The Journal of Diabetes listed a study in 2017, and it stated that participants doing HIT attain the same body composition and cardio benefits as people doing steady state. So that remember that steady state is just doing something and just keep on keeping on. Maybe you go for a walk for 45 minutes or you're going for a run or whatever. That's that steady state. I talked about EPOC already in the last episode, so I won't repeat all of that. But basically, HIT is fantastic for your calorie burn, not only during that time, but also in the several hours after the after the time that you work. Another benefit is cardiovascular. Dr. Kravitz reports in a 2001 review in the Journal of Obesity that you can improve your cardiorespiratory fitness up to 46% after somewhere between 8 and 15 weeks of HIIT training. So if you're wanting to get your heart in shape, HIIT is a great way to do this, especially if your baseline fitness is low. You don't have to get in shape in order to do HIIT. You can really reap the returns on your heart very quickly, especially if you feel like you're not fit enough. And if you are an endurance athlete, if you like to go for long runs, like long bike rides or whatever that may be, doing HIT can actually help your heart go the distance with that as well. So it can improve your effectiveness of your endurance workouts. And then some other benefits are it can help your insulin sensitivity because it means your insulin is working effectively to help bring your glucose into the muscles. So if you are pre-diabetic or have uh, type 2 diabetes, this is a really great workout for you. There's a 2012 article in the Journal of Sports Medicine that showed that it can also elevate your HDL cholesterol, which is your good cholesterol, in as little as eight weeks. And that same study showed that it can lower your blood pressure. So HIT really does have a lot of benefits far beyond the calorie burn and uh, your heart. Now let's talk a little bit about some common misunderstandings. And I've really struggled with how to kind of title this portion of it. And I really couldn't figure out a different way to say it. So we're just going to call it common misunderstandings. You know, I mentioned those Peloton commercials earlier. And um, I really do think that this is a common misunderstanding or a common um, visual that people have that maybe is not completely accurate. Remember, 
hard looks different for everyone, but it feels the same. Just because you don't look like the commercial or the video that you may see on Instagram or whatever it is, doesn't mean you're not working at your own intense level. So I really want you to have confidence in that and not compare yourself to others. And by the way, I'm not I'm not knocking Peloton. I think it's a great program and it can be really helpful for whatever your goals are. I'm just using that as an example. Now, another thing that I want to point out is more is not better. Dr. Kravitz recommends HIIT workouts that last between 10 and 20 minutes and then plus the warm up and the cool down. The longer you go, the less fuel you have to stay working at that same intensity level. So your benefits are actually going to go down, particularly from a caloric burn. I'm going to delve into this just a little bit more in a minute. Now from a caloric standpoint, we can actually see the same thing. Longer does not mean more. Working harder or working longer in HIIT training does not necessarily mean you're going to burn more calories. And I know like this is hard to believe. You know, we all have ingrained in our head that the harder we work, the more we burn. And it took me a really long time to realize that I do not have to have 60 minutes of exercise every single day in order to burn the kind of calories that I'm wanting to. Now, I told you I'm a little bit of a fitness geek, maybe a lot of a fitness geek. So I'm going to totally geek out and share a study with you. And if you are not into numbers and studies and that kind of stuff, just zone out for a minute, think about what you're going to do next or your grocery list or whatever. And then I'll tell you when to come back with me. But if you like this kind of stuff, here we go. One of my favorite podcasts, which is or one of my favorite fitness podcasts, I listen to a lot of podcasts. So the fitness one is called All About Fitness with Pete McCall. And uh, he had a leading exercise researcher on talking about HIT. I'll make sure I link this below if you want to listen to it in its entirety. But the guest, a guy named Fabio Camona, did a small study. They first measured the maximal performance they could sustain for 60 seconds with the study participants. So it's like, how hard can you work in 60 seconds? And then they put a quantifiable number with that. Then they did some workouts and they said in the first workout, they went at a 90% of whatever that quantifiable number was of the maximal performance for one minute and then three minutes at 75% of that. So they took down that intensity level. They did this for a total of 20 minutes, but really that means that they did. So if that's one minute on three minutes of recovery, that's four times, which means that for 20 minutes, they got into that for five minutes or that they did five rounds of it. So really, they only worked really, really hard for five minutes out of that 20. And in that they burned um, almost 200 calories. Then they took the same participants and did another, another study. So in this second or another workout. So in this one, they did one minute on at that 90% and one minute off at 75%. And the goal was to give that same effort. So 90% recovery 75%. They did this for 20 minutes as well. But because the recovery sessions were shorter, it was 10 minutes of work compared to five minutes of work in the first one. So they did twice as much hard work. And guess what the result was? They burned a few extra calories, 11 whole extra calories, like twice as much work for 11 
measly calories. On average, they burn 211 calories as opposed to the 200 because as the work intervals went on, they weren't able to give that 90%. In fact, the last two intervals averaged 42% as opposed to 90%. Because again, your body, I won't get into all of the fuel availability and systems that we have, but your fuel starts to change and you really run out of uh, the stuff that is that enables you to go really, really hard. So okay, so if you're zoning out, come back to me now. But the takeaway is doing more work does not necessarily translate to burning more calories when it comes to hit training. Now, if you are noticing a bit of a discrepancy in numbers and time recommendations, you're right. So Lynn Kravitz talks about 10 to 20 minutes and Fabio Camona talks you know, about doing it smaller. That's because we can define the word intensity different. Geek alert, I'm going to do this one more time to you. I'm sorry. Intensity is measurable and objective, like running at a certain pace for a certain amount of time or lifting a certain weight. It's quantifiable. Exertion is more subjective. So it's like, how do you feel? So it's something that's perceived. And so if we were going to get technical, most of the HIIT workouts you see are actually high volume interval training. But we're not going to get technical because we're not in a science lab and we're just trying to take care of ourselves. And so we're just going to call this hit. And if it's good enough for Dr. Lynn Kravis, then it's good enough for me. But I did want to put, put that out there just in case you were ever corrected or confused or you hear different things. So that's the difference. And then going back to the common misunderstandings, another one is you can do it every day, which is not true. This is a misunderstanding. You cannot do it every day. And I'm going to give you a little bit more on that here in just a second. I want to offer a few um, cautions, I guess is the word I'll use in this. I mean, first of all, if you've had a heart event, make sure you talk to your doctor before doing this. I have a loved one who's had some heart issues and surgery and as wonderful as the benefits of HIT are, I've never recommended it to this person because I'm not a cardiologist and I don't know his heart the best. So obviously make sure that you're working with your doctor if you've had a heart event. Another word of caution is HIT will increase your metabolic rate, the your calorie burn. So be prepared. I have to tell you, one of my biggest challenges with managing my fuel, so my food and my movement, so my exercise is overeating when my blood sugar gets too low. This is something that is really and truly is probably one of my biggest downfalls. I swear when I am ravenous, my belly just turns off my brain. And it's like, let's just eat whatever we see and however much we have or however much we want until the blood sugar is up. I've been doing HIIT workouts on Sunday mornings before church. So I'll do a HIIT workout and then I'll drink a shake around 930 and then I shower and we head to service. And by the time we are pulling out of the parking lot at you know 12, 15 or so, I am ravenous and I have to make sure that I stay Jesus-y before the hangry monster just comes stomping in. So do yourself a favor and plan ahead so you can keep that hangry monster at bay. I always kind of make sure that I know what I'm going to give myself for lunch. So that way I can go straight to the refrigerator or uh, whatever it is to get myself lunch before I, I lose the Jesus-y stuff. 
Another word of caution, and I may make a whole episode on this at some point, but your body needs recovery time in between hit sessions. Dr. Kravitz always recommends starting with two hit workouts a week and then working up to no more than four a week. And that's not like doing two a days. It's like one and then taking a day off and then another and then taking a day off. Now, I did mention the All About Fitness podcast with Fabio Camona. I told you, um, I didn't tell you this, but he has a whole lot of letters after his name. But basically, he's a lecturer and researcher in exercise science and physiology. Uh, He's also a science advisor to Orange Theory Fitness. So I was a little confused about uh, this podcast because he was talking about the benefits of HIT and recovery and not doing it too often. And it seemed a little bit inconsistent with what I understood about Orange Theory, which is a lot of people will go and they'll go like five times a week. So I emailed him. I looked him up online and I found his email address and I asked him what Orange Theory recommends because there's a lot of people who do, they walk in, they're like, I'm getting a workout in five or six times a week. And they work really, really hard every time. So this is what he told me. He said, Orange Theory recommends no more than three sessions a week. And he did acknowledge, he said, there will always be those fanatics who do it five times a week and ignore the importance of recovery. But I am here to tell you that recovery in between your high intensity sessions is critical, especially as you are getting older, your body needs more and more time to recover and to put itself back together. I know I'm talking about Orange Theory. If you're not familiar with it, or if you're wondering what the hubbub is about it, I wrote an article about attending there as a first time participant. Uh, I think I went in June or July of 2018. So I'll link that below in the show notes if you're interested in reading a little bit more about it. Let's get into some examples of hit, right? Because we just we don't want to just learn, we want to be able to apply things. True hit is cardiovascular. So that means like running, swimming, biking, um, even if it's if if you don't like high impact stuff, you can get on a treadmill and walk at an incline really fast or do a recumbent bike if you have bad knees. The deal is it has been such a fun thing to integrate into group fitness classes and into our own workouts that we've kind of taken some liberties with it. And we've played around with making other movements high intensity because particularly in group fitness classes, most of the time space is prohibitive and it's hard to have a group fitness class doing some of these things. Like we can't just have everybody running and if people wanted to run, they probably wouldn't come to group fitness. So we have to be a little we get got a little creative with some of this stuff. So other ways that you can do high intensity exercises or movements is like body weight stuff. So that means like squat jumps, or high knees or burpees, which most people love. And for some strange reason, I kind of like them, or jacks or squat thrusts. Um, you know, if you have bad knees, you can do things like plank jacks, you can, like I said, get on a treadmill, walk at an incline, you can go swimming, a rowing machine is fantastic for that. But those are different things that you can do for that perceived intensity level. Now let's get even more applicable. How would you create your own hit workout if you're doing that? Okay, this is what you do. Figure out a time period that you want to work hard. And then a time period you want is recovery. 
Like it really is that simple and your time periods can vary. So play around with it. One of the most commonly known ones is something called Tabata, which is 20 seconds of really hard work. 10 seconds off, you do that eight times. That has some wonderful benefits to it. You can vary your time with the recovery being half your time. So 40 seconds working really hard with half of that time. So 20 off or 30 on 15 off. You can do 30 seconds on 30 seconds off. That's actually the workout that I did this morning. And that was challenging. We'll just call it that. You can also play around with time and doing something either going a certain distance, or doing so many repetitions of a movement within a time period. So a common one is every minute on the minute. So if you if you are a CrossFitter, you'll see this as EMOM, I think you pronounce it EMOM. I'm not really sure EMOM. One thing I did recently was I went out to a football field. And I did a 100 yard dash. And then one minute later, I did it again, and I did it several times. So it didn't really matter how long it took me. But I worked really hard. And then I had that recovery period. And then I and then I went back. So you can also play around with the movements that you do, you can do the same movement for all of your reps. I mean, if you want to do 100 million squat jumps, go for it or burpees, go for it. But you don't have to do the same thing you can do. Say you have a you're going to do the basic Tabata, which is 20 seconds on 10 seconds off eight times. So you could do one movement for the first four, and then one for the next four that would total eight movements, you could do squat jumps for four, and then say plank jacks for four. You can take those and split them up into two and two. So two squat jumps, two blank jacks, two squat jumps, two plank jacks. Or you can go squat jumps, plank jacks, squat jumps, plank jacks. My tongue is getting tied. I'm not going to go far. I think you can figure it. <laughs> you can figure out what I mean by that. Alternating it, the more often you alternate it, the, um, I don't want to say easier it's going to get, but maybe the more manageable it will feel. So that's a way that you can adjust it a little bit. Now, I know that I've kind of done a whole lot of different things here. If you don't know where to start, I did create three different hit workouts as a free download and a YouTube video so you can do it with me. So um, make sure you check out the show notes for the link for that if you want it. It's free and it's something to get you started. Okay, let's do a quick recap because I know I just threw a lot of information out. HIT is alternating between high and light intensity intervals of exercise of varying lengths of time. The benefits include it doesn't take much time, it increases your caloric burn, it strengthens your heart, it helps insulin sensitivity, it raises your good cholesterol and lowers your blood pressure. Remember that more is not better you have to schedule in recovery, please, 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 no more than three to four hit sessions a week. And again, the other thing I want you to remember is find your own intensity and be confident in that don't be comparing yourself to anybody else or what you think you should be looking like, what you should look like, and how hard you should be working is up to you and how you are feeling. And then finally, remember, you can get your free hit workout guide in the show notes below. Next week, 
we're going to step back just a little bit and pull back the curtain on what your trainer or group fitness instructor wants you to know. This is particularly for those of you who are hesitant to make that call to your a personal trainer and just say, you know what, I need a little bit of guidance or step into that class, not to ruin the surprise, but I can tell you Grace is involved. Shocker. I know. I can't wait to talk to you next week because it really does delve into my heart as a fitness professional. Okay, that is all for today. Go out there and have a graced day. 